1: the Sensemaker. hi I'm Nimmo and this is sense maker from tortoisemedia.com one story every day to make sense of the world today a billionaire Brit who played up his patriotism but didn't put his money where his mouth is you might not have heard of Jim Ratcliffe but he's one of the UK's richest men he runs a company called Ineos and you might not have heard of them either but you'll probably have a lot of their stuff in your house. They make all kinds of plastic.
0: You'll have acrylic fibres in clothes, plastic bags, all of the plastic bits on cars, a big part of their their business. The polymer that goes in the new new fangled plastic, pound notes, artificial leather, vinyl wrap.
1: I want to do something unusual right now and tell you the whole story of today's sense maker straight away and then break it down a bit. So the whole story is about whether Sir Jim Ratcliffe and Ineos have been trying to kid us into thinking they're a very British business, when actually, they're not. They don't pay a lot of tax here. I'll explain how much in a moment. And Sir Jim doesn't even live here. That matters because, well, look at all the money we've spent on the NHS or paying for people who can't work because of lockdown. One day, we've got to start paying that back. And companies paying tax are going to help us do that. So if a company looks British and looks like it might pay a lot of tax here and then it doesn't, that's a problem. And that's why we started looking at Sir Jim Ratcliffe. So let's talk about Sir Jim Ratcliffe's company, Ineos. It's everywhere and it makes a lot of money. When I said just now that INEOS doesn't pay a lot of tax in the UK, everything's relative, of course. We've calculated that INEOS pays about £68 million a year in what's called corporation tax in the UK. But across the world, it brings in more than £40 billion in revenue. We don't have many companies that are that big in the UK, so you'd expect it to get a lot of attention. But for a long time, it didn't really. That's why you probably haven't heard of it. But then it did something that a lot of people noticed. It got into this huge row with the British government about a VAT bill in 2013 and INEOS said it was moving itself to Switzerland to pay less tax. Now, you're allowed to do that. If you do business all over the world like INEOS did, you don't have to move all your factories, you just move your headquarters. And you say you'll pay tax where your headquarters are. A lot of companies move to places like Switzerland because taxes are lower there. But then, a funny thing happened. Brexit. Well, at 20 minutes to five, we can now say the decision taken in 1975 by this country to join the common market has been reversed by this referendum uh, to leave the EU. So this is 2016. And after Britain voted to leave the EU, Sir Jim Ratcliffe said he wanted to give a vote of confidence in the UK by moving INEOS back here. The headquarters were going to be in London and they were going to build stuff here too. A new car called the INEOS Grenadier, based on an old Land Rover.
0: No frills, uncompromising, off-road, 4x4, which you can hose down, outside and in.
1: There might be 10,000 jobs in South Wales building it. And then Ineos went on a sort of shopping spree. It bought a whole load of British brands and British success stories. The Team Sky cycling team that won the Tour de France all those times? That turned into Team Ineos. Uh, We have
0: some breaking news from the world of sport, hearing of a deal that's imminent between Britain's richest man and Team Sky and Brady. Our correspondent following this story, Sir Jim Ratcliffe and Ineos.
1: And INEOS sponsored a high-tech yacht to race for Britain in a huge sailing competition called the America's Cup. So we're effectively a new entity, INEOS Team GB, entering the America's Cup through the Royal Yacht Squadron and Royal Yacht Squadron Racing. And Jim Ratcliffe and INEOS have, have come in and, and backed the team for a full budget. for. You know. And if you're into motorbikes, they bought a famous leather jacket brand called Belstaff. And the thing is, it sort of worked. This is our reporter, Marcus LaRue.
0: Once he returned from tax exile in Switzerland, 18 months later after he had his, his homecoming party in, in Knightsbridge, he was knighted by Prince William at Buckingham Palace.
1: Sir so Jim Ratcliffe and Ineos had made themselves look as British as roast beef and Yorkshire pudding. But are they really that British? That's a question that Tortoise has been trying to answer. Because you'd expect when a business returns to the UK, they'd pay more taxes in Britain. But INEOS has found ways to proportionately pay less tax in the UK now than it did when it was based in Switzerland. So in our investigation this week, we've been digging into the details of INEOS's finances and Sir Jim Ratcliffe's too. I don't know about you, but I'm not a tax expert. So let's look a little bit more at how that's possible. We spent a while digging into how INEOS managed to cut its tax bill. And two of the answers are people and patents. So let's look at those. So, people, you might expect just based on common sense that if nearly everyone that works for a company is based in a particular country, that's where the company would pay the most tax. But actually, you've probably guessed, that's not always how it works. There's a big part of Ineos called Styrolution. If you look on LinkedIn, thousands of people say they work for it. Only 12 of them are in Switzerland, but that's where Styrolution pays most of its taxes. Here's our reporter, Marcus, again.
0: These 12 guys either are plate hot shots who are generating millions of euros in profit each, or there's some interesting profit shifting going on.
1: Profit shifting is where you make your money in one place and pay taxes on it somewhere else. We're back to Switzerland again. It's perfectly legal, but it might just seem a bit unfair. And then there's patents. One of the ways companies like Ineos makes a lot of money is by inventing new things or new ways of making them. And it's a bit like what was happening with the people. Ineos was creating a lot of its new products and processes in places like the UK, but it was patenting them in Switzerland.
0: Why is that important? It's important because patent applications are one of the ways that you can justify recognising profit in one jurisdiction versus another.
1: So it's another way for INEOS to make sure it's paying its taxes in Switzerland where they're low, not the UK where they're higher. Now, as I keep saying, this is all legal and lots of other big corporations do similar things. So this is really a story about why Sir Jim Ratcliffe and INEOS painted themselves as so British, so rooted in this country, if the UK wasn't the place where they wanted to pay most of their taxes. Because Sir Jim Ratcliffe didn't just say he was moving his company, INEOS, back to the UK after Brexit, he said he was moving back himself. And to be fair, he did move out of Switzerland. But not to the UK. He went to Monaco, another tax haven. So in the end, our investigation isn't about wrongdoing or anything illegal. It's about the way a very rich businessman and his company can give the impression of doing one thing while they're actually doing another. In Ineos' case, I think they gave the impression that they were moving back to the UK, lock, stock and barrel. It turns out it's more complicated than that. And that's why I think it's important that we've been able to figure out what's really going on. If you enjoyed listening today, please give our podcast a follow on Spotify so that you don't miss any episodes. Just type SenseMaker into your Spotify search bar. And before you go, let me tell you about Tortoise. That's the newsroom where I work. We do slow news, not breaking news, and we also make a weekly podcast, The Slow Newscast, where we tell one investigative story in depth. I'd love for you to download it and give it a listen. Today's story was written and produced by Ella Hill. the sense maker.